Welcome to Freeman on Real Estate. It's the podcast about the hard facts behind what's going on in real estate. Realtor Mike Freeman of Coldwell Banker, who holds an MBA in finance, draws from his financial background and his deep network to bring the most value for anyone looking to buy, sell, rent, or invest. So here we are back, episode two, Freeman on Real Estate. I'm here in the Pod 617 studios with realtor Mike Freeman, the star of the show. How's it going, Mike? Very good. Thanks, Steve. It's nice that you're here in studio in person because a lot of people are starting to come back and record their podcasts in person. But, man, that must have been hard for you to do two and a half, almost three years of, of I mean, and you must have done a lot of showings virtually, right? There were. There were there were virtual showings. There were cases where my customers asked me to go and do a FaceTime with them mm. so they didn't have to go in the house. There probably wasn't as much as I would have thought. And, and this is true for other realtors as well. There was a little of that. Mm. But in this market where there's so little inventory, you had a lot of buyers who felt, just get me in there. Right, right. So t- on today's episode, we're going to talk about the value of a referral network. We mentioned it at the top of the show. And I don't nec- I have always believed in this, Mike, because I've been, I've done a lot of different things in my career, including being a financial advisor. But no matter what you do, when you're dealing with people, especially if you have clientele, you have customer base, I know that it helps to help them in whatever ways you can, not necessarily in the core of your business. I think that's what you mean when you say referral network, but don't let me say it. You say it, it's your show. So tell us about that. No, you're exactly right. And I find that a lot of customers will assume, and correctly so, that that is something I can do for them. I can recommend a few real estate attorneys or an inspector or if they need a contractor or an electrician. So that's something I pride myself on is knowing somebody and knowing somebody who's really good at their job, not just knowing someone. Mm -hmm. And I know that In the rare case where I don't have someone I can directly refer, there are 50 agents in my office. And when any of us need to know somebody who we can recommend, we send an email out to all 50 people. And so I know that as a fallback, I have that. But for the most part, I have somebody I know who can do any different, any type of work that you may need that's real estate related. And a lot of my customers do assume that that's the case. And some realtors don't have it. Some realtors say, you're on your own. Go find a real estate attorney, look them up, go online, read the reviews. But that's not something I do. You come from a a background in finance, as we mentioned at the top of the show. You have an MBA in finance. And so undoubtedly, I imagine that helps that other people in the in the various disciplines, financial advisors, accountants, like you say, lawyers. So it could be anything people could ask you. It really could be. And a lot of times it's not related to housing. It could be financial advisor. It could be somebody who fixes your pool. It could be somebody who can maintain your pool. And sometimes it's not what you would expect. Sometimes it's not a contractor. It's not an electrician. It's not an inspector. It could be that I know somebody who does social media advertising Mm. and I have them on my website and belong to the Chamber of Commerce in Norwood. And that's another way that I know a lot of people who are in a lot of different businesses. And I know that they're people I can refer and do going to do a good job regardless of what it is. It's good for people to know that when they come to you, because when you're looking to buy or sell a home or rent or invest, I want to hit all the four pillars uh, that, that you offer here. But 
the, inevitably, some people will be overwhelmed by the whole process, and they think they need to deal with five or six people independently. Well, I got to get my lawyer for the closing. Well, I got to get, well, maybe I need a mortgage broker, et cetera. But it sounds like you're a good place to start because you, know, you can you can start to set up this team for them almost. And, and that's exactly right. I'm glad you used the word team because I've had people, and I've used that word myself, I have a home stager and a photographer, and the three of us refer to ourselves as a small team of people because we all work together and we know each other's work and there's no period, there's no, okay, I got to get used to this person, I got to get used to that person, I'm not sure what their style is, so... That's one example of where we really are a team. And I have a lot of, I have a bunch of people who are essentially on standby. Mm. And they know when I need a real estate attorney that that's the, they're the, they're the person I'm going to go to. They know they're my go to person. And basically, I have a short list that I know that th- these are people I want to recommend to my customers and that they'll have a good experience. What if people ask you for the best pizza place? within a 10-mile radius, what would you tell them? I would tell them Town Spa. Yeah, that's right. That's the correct answer. Yeah, it's always been uh, my favorite, Town Spa. Not a sponsor of this podcast, but who knows, maybe someday. I just, it's it's crispier and tastier than it, most pizza, right? It absolutely is. And I have to eat gluten-free pizza. <laughs> so for most of my life, it didn't exist. And there's some places where it tastes like cardboard, but <laughs> it's really good and crunchy and they have a great gluten-free crust didn't so, know that okay yeah so right. they really should advertise on your show because we're giving them free advertising <laughs> now come on come on town spa get get with it i've always got the cash in my pocket. by the way they don't take uh credit cards that's right. one of the last places on the planet earth but we don't care because the pizza's so good when you when we talk about your referral network mike how do you find these people do you do so do you make a point to do networking yourself i know you mentioned chamber of commerce but do you do you do you, you're actively going out and you know meeting people to big to make to form relationships with them or what? Yeah, that's a big part of it. It's all about relationships. And so in some cases, it'll be people I know from another part of life. Maybe I coached them, coached one of their kids, but not just some random person, somebody I got to know well and somebody who I knew what kind of person they were and what kind of work they did. So in some cases, it's that. But in some cases, it's people I didn't know at first. And maybe when I first started in the business, another realtor recommended somebody but if they're not somebody that I have high standards and if it's not somebody that really meets my standards, then I'm going to go on to the next person. So it's a combination of a lot of different ways. And like you said, the chamber has really helped. I'm in a networking group that meets every couple of weeks and you really get to know these people well and know whether or not they produce high quality work and you want to refer them. And I have, I have on my website, I actually have, many of these people that I would recommend. They're they're all there, and if a customer, a prospective customer goes to my website, they can see these people listed, and they can hire them themselves if they like. Yeah, the the mantra is usually no, wait, no trust, I'm missing a word, no like, trust, refer. I think that's it. Anyway, the point is, you got to know, obviously you got to know someone. You're not going to refer someone just you're not going to say, hey, I saw this advertisement on the web about this guy who's a mortgage broker. He looks pretty good. It's it's, and the reason why this works is because it's reflective on you. You're not you're not your customers should know that you're referring them to someone good because if you refer them to someone bad, there are consequences. You know, it it, it gets back that hurts your reputation, and then and then it's going to cause a rift between you and the guy. 
the person who you refer that your customer to is going to want to do good by you because he's going to want you to repeat it, right? Absolutely. And if I find that someone I recommended who has done a great job in the past, if they don't do something well or if they don't do a good job for my eighth client, but they did for one through seven, I'll let them know. I'll have an honest conversation with them and say, this customer felt, for instance, that it took you a while to get back to them or whatever it may be. So I'll have honest conversations with people and let them know. And if I feel like it's something that's more of a pattern, then I'll take someone off my to-do. You're off Team Freeman. Exactly. We've always, always got somebody waiting in the wings. <laughs> absolutely. But yeah, no, it's true. It's it's just simply the way it works. Well, we're up against the clock here on episode two, but we don't want to depart without doing uh, a session of more about Mike where I pick something out of a hat. Here, Okay, here's the question coming out of a hat. The question is, dear Mike, on your last episode, you talked about being an empty nester or at least a moment in the future where you would be. Give us an update on the Freeman family and what those kids of yours are up to. Sure. Well, we're getting close to being at that point. I have I have two daughters and a son. My son's in the middle, and he's in the Marines, and mm. he's been in for a couple of years. And I know I appreciate that you always ask me about him and how he's doing. Well, so, it's exciting what he's doing, yeah. And talk about being brave to go into something that requires so much discipline. And, and then you've told me a couple of the places where he's worked, and it's just he's protecting our country, and I feel good about it. Thank you. I really, I really, I really appreciate that. Yep. He's he's a machine gunner, and he probably never shot a gun in his life. Before. In fact, I know he never shot a gun in his life before. Although my father now likes to show him the guns that he has, <laughs> but he's a machine gunner. He does security down in Washington, and he's probably going to be there another year. And then he'll probably get to do what he wants to do, mm-hmm. and be somewhere else in the country or in the world. And that's really what I think most people want to do when they join the military is see other parts of the world. Sure. Yeah. And wh- and what are your daughters up to? So my older daughter, she works with my wife at the preschool at Temple Israel. Nice. And my younger daughter is a junior in high school and she's my big athlete, not that not that my son wasn't, but right. I won't tell him that she's probably <laughs> the best athlete in the family. So She's uh, been on the varsity basketball team and still is, and she oh, plays so cool. volleyball. Yeah, so it's I love going to her games. I miss coaching, and so I did a lot of coaching like you yeah, did. We both did, yeah. And, and I really miss it. And so it's completely different, but I really enjoy going to her games, and I try my best to be quiet, but that's not <laughs> always the case. As you- I wasn't so good at that either. It's, it's, it's very hard, and yet I'm jealous of you that my, my son, my son Griffin, who's at UMass, I do get to still see him play something because he's on the, the varsity ultimate Frisbee team. But so I try to go to everyone because this it's so sad that these things don't last. They're they're play, they're so little and they're playing in the third and fourth grade and they're kicking a soccer ball around. It feels like it'll last forever. It doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. doesn't. But anyway, so thank you for that update, Mike. And if you would remind our listeners the best way to get in touch with you. Sure. Best way to get in touch with me is by phone. And you can do that anytime. I'm working at night. I'm working on weekends. And the number is 617-759-1513. Look forward to hearing from you. Very good. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. If you like the show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your shows. You can always find all the episodes of Freeman and Real Estate at pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. And we will see you next time. 